Today's daf is daf tests. We are holding at the bottom of Ches Amid Beis, the last line. Who got a certain person to have become a zabin chumrei poschaiso? Now Rashi learns it means two different items. Chumrei Rashi says are tin buttons that are made into like necklaces, and and poschaiso are like glass beads. So anyway, some type of jewelry or some type of necklaces. So a certain woman came along and Amrale and said to him, Havli chad socha, give me one necklace. So Amr lost and he said to her, He says, if I give it to you, you don't have to pay. I'll give it to you free and I'll be, will you be mekudeshes to me? So Amrale, she said, Hava mehava, give, surely give. So what does that mean? That means nothing. It means, the way he understands it means give it anyway. I want it anyway, but I'm not accepting the marriage proposal. All right? Similar story. This person was drinking wine in a, in a, in a store, in a bar. So a woman comes along, let me have a cup of wine. So if I give you a cup, will you agree to be married to me? So means, uh, give me to drink, give me to drink anyway. So again, it's meaningless. She basically is saying is give it anyway, but it's a rejection of the offer. Third story, he's up on the top of a palm tree and he is throwing dates down. He's, he's, he's harvesting dates. So there's a certain woman shows up. Let me have two of those. So if I throw it down for you, will you be Mekodesh's to me? So throw it down, throw it down. So he says, It's meaningless, meaning that it means do it anyway. Throw it down, throw it down anyway means I want it, but I'm not accepting the proposal. So all of these three cases, bottom line is that when she says to the person, go and do it, she doesn't mean that she's accepting the proposal. It means that she wants it anyway without the proposal. See, Boy Lahud, B'nai Yeshiva had the following Shiloh. Have Ashkali Vashadi Mahu. What if she never doubled up on the language? It means in all three cases, the common denominator is, she said, Have Mehav, Shadi Mejdi, Ashkuya Ashkin. So is the Pshat, because she doubled up on the language, that's where you interpret it saying is, do it anyway, but I'm rejecting the proposal. But let's say she only used one term. She only said, have. Or she said, give, give it to me, give me to drink. Bad, meaning, in that case, would that then mean that she's accepting the proposal? Or even so, we don't assume that she's accepting the proposal. That's the Shiloh B'nai Shuvah race. So we have Machlokus over here. Ravina says, Mekudeshes. Ravina says, yeah, she doesn't double it up, then you can't interpret it as do it anyway. If she doesn't, if, and it doesn't mean do it anyway, it means do it. Do it is an acceptance of the proposal, then she's considered to be Mekudashis. What's the word that's considered the doubling here? Because I know what... Both language, both, she's using the double, the verb is being doubled. Have mehav, ashka ashkuyen. Each time it's doubled up. Now she only says they never doubled up, they only did it in the singular. So therefore, Rav Samabar, Bairaksa Amar, Tagada Malka, by it's a Loshan Shvua, by the crown of the king, Ainamakudesh, I do not consider this to be an acceptance and acquiescence to his 
his, his thing. Clearly, she did not want to get married when she asked him originally. Therefore, why do you think, oh, now because that she's going to get married? So even if she just says give it, it just means that she wants it. It doesn't mean that she wants to be married. Now, Hilchasa, there's going to be a summation of the halachas of the last few days. Number one, Enamakadeshis. In this case, the halacha is that even if she doesn't double up, and she just says it in the singular, Hav, Shadi, uh, right? Ashkuye. It's not a sign of, of acquiescence to his demand, and she's Enam Kadesh's, number one. Vahilchaso, going back to yesterday's sugya, Shiroi Lutzrichashum, we're passing like Rabba, that Rabba said that if you have something that's worth at least a pruta, we don't need to know the exact amount of it, and therefore, and if he hasn't stated what it's worth, it does not need to be appraised, and it's Makudesh's. The, and, and, and the third Allah, what did Rabbi Loza say? Rabbi Loza said, if a person said, I'm being Makadashi with a mona, a hundred zoos, and he gave her one, we consider that to be Makadashis on condition that he fulfilled the rest, but it's Makadashis from right now. That's the Allah, Rabbi Loza. And the last thing is, also yesterday, is a person says, I'm Makadashi with a hundred zoos, and does not have any money on him, and he gives her a mashkon, we said that it's Aina Makadashis, because he's not giving her any of the money, and the mashkon is not considered as if she owns that mashkon, so therefore in either way, say the mana ain kan, mashkon ain kan, ain and that is the uh, summation of the last few sugis. Tan Rabban, we learned in a brisa, b'shtar ketzad, how is a woman mekodesh's v'shtar? So the Gemara, that's interesting, brings an example of the father being mekodesh's daughter, right? His daughter could be a, a nara, or even a ketano, but the same thing would apply in a case of a man and a woman doing a kiddush of a star. So therefore, he, a person wrote on, on, on water, on, on, on paper, or on, 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 on cheres is, is, is clay, even if the item, the instrument being used, the star being used, does not have the value of a, a pruta, doesn't have to, because this is, a, this is a standalone Kenyan. It's not working as kesef. It's working as star. So the man is saying, I want to marry your daughter. Your daughter is mekudeshesli. She's betrothed to me. She's my wife. This would be considered to be mekudeshes. And uh, that is how you makadosh with star. Now, what the Gemara is going to ask is the following, is that there are two types of staros in terms of transaction. There is a star where the star itself is the instrumentality of the Kenyan. That is the tool that it's being used. And then it's also called, that's called the star mecher. And there's a second star, it's called the star raya, where it's just a document of proof to attest to what transpired. That's called it, that's a document of proof, but it's not the instrumentality. Obviously, when we say that Isha's Mekudesh is with a star, we're not saying it's a star raya, there it's a star mecher, that it's being used as instrumentality of the transaction, just as Kesev is the instrumentality of the... So is the Ketubah instrumentality? No, we're not talking about Ketubah, right? We're not talking about the the actual Kenyan of the star that he's doing with the Mekudesh. All right, the Ketubah is just representative of a financial obligation between, but it's nothing to do with the, the, the star, the star uh, uh, of, of, of the Kedusha. Now, asks uh, Rav, uh, uh, Rav Zera a very strong question. He's going to ask as follows, is that in a regular Kenyan, when it's a person who's selling a property, 
The seller is the one who writes the document and hands it to the buyer, basically saying is, if they're using Star as the Kenyan, I am selling my property to you. So in, under normal transactions where Star is used and it's one of the forms, instrumentalities of Kenyan, the seller writes it and gives it to the buyer. In Kedushin, that's ha- it's the opposite that's happening. Because let's put it in, 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 in that, it, maybe that's exactly why the, the, the Gemara uses the case of the father, because it's easier to hear. But the case of the Isha too. In the case of the father, who's the buyer and who's the seller? The father's the seller. The father's the seller, and the husband <laughs> is the buyer. And yet, who's writing the star and giving it to who? The husband. The husband's giving it to the father. The Isha would be the seller for herself. She's selling her, she's allowing herself to be taken by the husband. So bottom line is, he wants to know why is the Shtar Mecher in normal circumstances go from seller to buyer and yet in the case of Kedushin, it goes from buyer to seller. That's the question. So Maskevler of Zerubar Mamo. Halei Dami, it doesn't seem to be comparable, Haishtara, the star uh, of Kedushin, to Shavazvini, to a regular star Mechira. Hasam, in a regular star Mechira, the Meicher Kaisiv Lai, it is the seller that writes, Sadi Mechuralach, my field is sold to you. And Hacha, and over here it's the Baal, who's the buyer, is cause of Bitcha Mekudeshes Li, your daughter is Mekudeshes to me. So that's the question. He wants to know why is, if it's a Kenyan star, why is it working different than other types of Kenyanim? So I'm a Rava. So Rava is going to attempt the answer as follows. He says, Hosam in de Krav, Hachman Yon We always look to the Torah, and the Torah, even though when you have a sale, there's two principles, the buyer and the seller, but whoever the Torah makes, uh, emphasizes on in the Torah as the principle, that's the one that has to write the star. That's what Rava's understanding. So if you take a look, that over there in sales, it's based on the uh, focus of the Pasuk, and over here by Kedushin, it's based on the focus of the Pasuk. So Hasam Ksiv Umachar Machuzosay, that the Pasuk over there is talking about a person who sells his, uh, his, his ancestral land, somebody's person selling his ancestral land. So who does the Torah, when it comes to selling property, emphasize? Even though there's always two parties, but it's focusing on the seller. The seller. So that's why there the seller is the one that writes the document, right? The Torah is making it dependent on the seller. That's why he is the one, the focus is on him. He, he writes the document. By Kedushin, who is the focus on the acquisition? The man acquiring. So therefore, that's going on the buyer. That's why in the case of Star Kedushin, the husband is the one that writes it. That's Rabbi's Teretz. So therefore, the Torah, the Baal Torah the Torah made it dependent, put the focus on the husband who is the buyer. Says the Gemara, one second. But there are other psukim that don't, don't conform to this. Ah, Hasam Nami, we also buy, in, 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 by property, we find that before the Churban bias, Kodesh uh, Baruch instructed Yermia to tell the people to go out and, 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 and purchase land. It says, Sodas Bakesev Yiknu, that land with money they will acquire. Now, who is the focus in the Pasuk? The buyer. The buyer. So, therefore, Lechora, you're telling me, but when it comes to property, the focus is on the seller. Therefore, the seller writes it. I, we have a, fo- a Pasuk in Yermia that's the focus is on the buyer, on the seller. 
So Morris says, because of this difficulty, Karibe Yaknu. There's no nukudos in the Torah. So therefore, instead of saying Yiknu, he will buy, read it as Yaknu. Yaknu means he will sell. Now, how does that help you? Because now you've made it conform with the original Pasuk. They were focusing on the seller. We're not focusing on the buyer. So Morris says, one second. So what makes you, this is a big deal, what makes you read this verse differently than what you initially had thought it was going to be? My time occurs by Yaknu. Why are you reading it as Yaknu instead of Yiknu? Misham Dixiv Umachar, because you wanted to conform with the other Pasuk that said Umachar Machuzasar. So they're both referring to the seller. That's why you're trying to do this. Morris says, one second. If that's the case, then you can do the same thing when it comes to Kedushim. Right? Now, this is going to be a little bit of a uh, squeeze, but uh, we're going to go follow Rashi over here. So, the Chorak says like this Hachanami Karibe Kiyakach. Instead of reading the pause, Kiyakach Ish Isho, which means that when the husband will uh, acquire a wife, don't read it as Yikach, read it as Yakach. And Rashi says, referring to that when the father of the girl, when the father of the girl, Kiyikach Ish is going on the, the father of the girl, Yakach. He will allow his daughter to be sold, right? Which means that therefore the puzzle by Kedushin doesn't have to be talking about the husband buying. It, it could be the father selling. Now, why would you want to do that, though? And I'll tell you why, right? Because we have another puzzle that talks about the father and his daughter. It says, Where there clearly the focal point is, I gave my daughter over to this man. It's about a person that, that raised uh, allegations against his daughter. But I, so therefore, that's talking about clearly from the seller's perspective by Kedushin, the father giving his daughter over to, the, and therefore, it comes out that if you want to already manipulate the psukim, you can make both psukim by Kedushin also refer to the seller and not the buyer. And we're back to our question, then why is it by Kedushin that the star is written by the husband who is the buyer and not the woman or the her father who is the seller. So Ella Amarova, so Rava retracts from his position before. From the Psukim, it's not clear who should be writing the document. So how do we know both by, this is how some of the Shonim learned, both by Kedushin and by Mecher, how do you know who should be doing the, writing the document? He says, We have this Mesorah, and just the Psukim, knowing the Mesorah, that by Kedushin, it's the husband, and by Mechira, it's the seller, we align it with existing Psukim that the Halacha Moshe Misina should be reflected from the Psukim. But it's not that the Psukim is driving the Halacha. What drove the Halacha is the Halacha Moshe Misina. And that allows us to then fit it into the psukim. So that's answer number one. So answer number one to un- answer the contradiction is why by one it's one way, the other way it's the other way. The answer there is is partial. Why? Because it's halacha moshe misina. Just to, in the translation, what words tell us? It? And it says halacha. Hilchasinin. Hilchasin means a masora. Uh-huh. Okay. Halacha moshe misina. All right. Now, Evois aim or as perhaps you could say as follows: is that you're right. The psukim themselves, by by mechira, you it's not clear. Once as I can say for a matter, but there's a pasuk that we're going to bring from Yirmiyah, which makes it clear by transactions that the focus is on the seller. Right? The way Raj explains that by kedushin ki yikach ish isha is pretty clear that it's going on Amen. the husband, going on the husband, which is on the buyer. But by transactions, we have a psukim that clearly talks about the star. 
You can't manipulate that. What does it say over there? It says, It says, That over there, by the transactions by, by Yirmiya, Yirmiya went and purchased the property from his, I think his cousin, Hanamo. And what did it say over there? It says, I took from him the document. He's talking about it, he put it into, a, into earthenware pans and he, and he buried it. But clearly it says, who gave who the document? Hanamo gave Yirmiya the document of the transaction and he went and he buried it. But the point is, the it's clearly going from the seller. So therefore that, you can't say, read it this way, read it that way. So by transactions, it's clear that it goes from the seller to the buyer. As opposed to Kedushim, where it says, isha, clearly it's Mashma that he is the one that is being focused upon, he's the one that should be giving her the star. That's what we learn learning. Malacha from Navi or okay. uh, that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's a separate question, it's a good question. But the point is, means how could this be the, the uh, source of Halacha? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Anyway, Amar Rav, Amar the person wrote on a on, 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 on papyrus, on paper, on or on, on, on earthenware. even though it has not worth a pruta. your daughters, to me, your daughters betrothed to me. into your daughters for me, a wife. Whether it was given to her father or whether it's given to her, we're going to see, as long as she's not a Bulgaris yet, so she's still in the jurisdiction father. of the father, she hasn't reached 12 and a half, between 12 and a half, and she is a uh, Nara, so she's able to make the Kenyan, Mekudeshes, as long as it's Midaita, as long as the father agrees. It means the father doesn't have to take the, 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 the document himself. He can instruct that who does it be given to, to give it to the daughter, but if it's, it's under his acquiescence, then it's Mekudeshes, right? As long as she hasn't reached a Bagaris. Because once she reaches a Bagaris, he no longer has the jurisdiction over her. The, but on the other hand, if he wrote uh, the document, the, the husband wrote the document on, on paper, on, on earthenware, even though it's not worth a pruta, you're married to me, you're my wife, you're betrothed to me, whether it's given to the father, whether it's given to the girl, if she agrees that it should be given to the father, Right? When is that? Once she becomes a Bulgaris, then it only works if you give it to the father, if she instructs that it should be given to the father. Again, he's working, then he'll be working as her agent. So therefore, either give it to her, she's a Bulgaris, she's an, a, a full-fledged adult, not under anyone's jurisdiction. There is a scenario where you could give it to the father. What's the scenario you can give it to the father? If she, if she agrees, she acquiesces that you give it to my father, then it should be, then it be a Mikudashis. Now, Bayram Shimon Melakish, which Lakish had the following Shiloh, like this. We know that a document of Gerashin cannot be written for two other people with the same names, and if it doesn't work out for them, change and give it to. It has to be done lishma. The cost of law has to be lishma. What about star Erosin? Let's say Ruben is being Makadesh Leo, and that that doesn't end up working out. And we have another Ruben and Leo, and the sofer wants to give them the document to let them. Is there a din of lishma? When it comes to the star of Erosin, the star Kedushin. That's the Shiloh. You hear the question? Mm-hmm. All right. So, therefore, what's the Shiloh over here? The one is going to say the Shiloh could be uh, explained in the following manner. On one hand, we know that there is a Hekesh, there is a Torah juxtaposition that we've used many times in Aloha between the Kedushin and Gerushin. The portal that's opened up. Now, if you use that when it comes to the document, then you would have to say just as Gerushin is Lishma. Then what? 
Kedushin has to be shmuel. But there's another portal that's opened up where we make a shavayus lahadade that all the forms of Kedushin are compared one to another. Now, if you compare shtar to kesef, kesef doesn't have to be minted for any particular people. There's no din lishma. So therefore, the question is really what we're asking, the shtar erishin, do we compare it to shtar gerishin or to kesef kedushin? Which is the portal that we use to teach us this defining halacha? So therefore, do we compare marriage to divorce? And therefore, ma yetzia, just as divorce by ina lishma, you need lishma. Avavaya by ina lishma, so too. Therefore, marriage would need lishma, the marriage document. Do we compare the, ma- the, the forms of the, the instrumentalities of Kedushin to one another? And Mahavaya de Kesev, Loba in Lishma, just as Kedusha Kesev does not have to be minted Lishma, Avavaya de Shtar. So, therefore, the Kedushin of Shtar, the writing of the Shtar, also does not have to be written Loba in Lishma. That is the question that was raised. Most of the boy had the Pashna, after the Shiloh was raised, he went back, Rish Lakish, I believe it was, and went back and he. Rishim, uh, Rishim uh, yeah. and, 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 and he resolved it. He said, the right way to learn is comparing Shtar Kedushin to Shtar Gerushin, and therefore what would come out? Lishma. So therefore the Amakrov, it has to be done Lishma, because of Yotzula Now the Gemara is going to add another nuance to it. So we already said you have to write Lishma. Now the question is there's another element that you need to, uh, we need to know. Do, does the Shtar have to be written with the knowledge of the Isha? Right? The awareness of the Isha. You're making a transaction now with the seller. The woman is selling herself to the husband through this. Does she need to know? Oh, can I go ahead? I'm going to do it lishma, but I haven't notified her until later. Is that a valid document or not? So is it, does it have to be done the daito with her acquiescence that it should be written or not? That's the question we're asking. At the what? time of giving or the time? The time of writing. Right. You know, I mean, time of giving. I don't understand. Giving, you, them, I, I, you can't give something to them without them knowing about it. It's only when you're writing it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's like this. So it says as follows: Itmar, Kasvelishmas. It was stated if you wrote it lishma, but shalali daita, but without her awareness that it was written. Rava Am Ravina Amr Mekdeshes. Rava and Ravina say it works. No, there's nothing wrong with that. As long as that, obviously she'll agree to it when she receives it. The fact that she wasn't aware when it was written has no mila. Does not a mila myrid. It doesn't affect one way or the other. Rapab Rashavis disagree. Amri Aina Mekdeshes. You cannot use a star, the instrumentality of the star, if you wrote it without her permission at the time when you're. She has to be aware of it and she has to know about it. So now, Amar Rapavas. Rapavas said like this: I'm going to explain both sheets here. I'm going to explain the d- dissenting opinions that hold that it's no that it, that it, that it, that it does work. Rapapa was, and Rapapa was from the position that said that what that it does And I'll tell you the shot why it doesn't work. So now, Let me tell you the reason for Rava and Ravina. Very simple. We learned already that you need lishma because we say the yatsa the high. means we compare star kedushin. To Star Gerishin. Now, Star Gerishin, do you need her? It's, it's Baal Korcha. So obviously, she does not need to be aware of when it's being written. So, the same way she doesn't need to be aware that it's being written by Gerishin, she also does not need to be aware that it's being written by Kedushin. That's their reason, straight up. We compare marriage to divorce. Just as marry, uh, divorce is lishma, but shalom You need lishma, but you don't need her awareness or acquiescence. So to for marriage, the document ami lishma, but shalom So that seems to be ironclad. 
Same with Tommy D. So let me say, so Papa, let me explain to my perspective. Why do I hold that it's not good? He says, because I agree you have to compare it to Gerushin. Now think about this for a moment. In Gerushin, who is the, who is the seller? Right? There's a transaction going on. It might be, actually it's a transaction, it's a one-way transaction, but who is buying and who is selling? The husband is selling. He's getting rid of the product and she is acquiring. So I'll tell you like this. So in Gerashin, if you're going to compare it to Gerashin, the seller needs to be aware that it's been written. You can't write it without the husband knowing, right? Now let's go to marriage. In marriage, who's the buyer and who's the seller? The husband's the buyer, the woman's the seller. Says, I compare it to Gerashin. Just as Gerashin, the seller needs to be aware that it's being written, so too by Kedushin, the seller needs to be aware, which she is the seller. Therefore, that's why it has to be done, Midaita. That is the position of Papa. He says, Again, I am comparing Kedushin to Gerashin. Just as by Gerashin, you need the, uh, uh, the awareness and the knowledge of the one who is selling. And that the one who is selling is the Isha. Therefore, by Kedushin, she needs to be aware that it's being written in order for it to be a valid document. Mesive, the Gemara has a question now on Rav Papa. What does it say? It says, Actually, that's not a, uh, a Mesive on Rav Papa. This is a Mesive on the first opinions, Ravina and Rava. It says, Beferish, right? I assume we take it at face value, is that the documents for Erosin and the documents for Nesuin need both parties being aware that it's being written. Now, my love, what are we talking about? Shtara Eresin and Nesuin. We're talking about the regular documents by Eresin, the regular documents by Nesuin. So now what would the regular documents? The means that the star by Eresin, what star is that referring to? Kishar Kedushin. By Erisin, uh, by Nesuin, the Ritva brings down the Zuxuva. Now the Ritva says, why do you need to have both the, uh, uh, the, why did other, the, the husband has to write it, but why do you need the wife to be aware that it's been written? They take a look, the Ritva is a different way of learning this Gemara. But we're not asking from there, we're asking for the fact that it seems to say that Shtar Erisin, which is Shtar Kedushin, needs both of them to be aware, which supports Rav Papa, but it's Akasha on Ravina and Rava. So Lachaira, so my love is not so much Shara Erisim in the Sun, Mamash actual Shara Erisim, Shara Kedushin. Says the more, we're not talking about that. What it's referring to over there is what we call today Tnoyim, right? By the Kedushin, by the Hasidim, they make a big deal about it. They break the plate actually at the engagement. They call that the Tnoyim. That is the Tnoyim. And at the Tnoyim also, there were documents that were, uh, that, that, that are, they were recorded and deals are recorded where both sides commit themselves financially to the chosin and kala. And that's what it's referring to. Now, why is that make, uh, why do you have to have both parties aware? Because putting it into document form changes it from a oral obligation to a written obligation. And what happens when it's put into writing? It encumbers properties, right? And therefore, you can't go ahead and put committed to writing unless both parties are in acquiescence. 
So therefore, what we're answering, pushing back, it's not talking about star, kedush, star kedushin. Star kedushin, ulanamangerushin. You don't need the isha to be aware of it. That's what Rav and Rabino is saying. I, why over here it says by the star erushin you do because we're not talking about star kedushin. What are we talking about? Yeah. We're talking about the tnayim. That's what we're referring to. That has to be you have to be aware. Then when you're going to uh, you're going to uh, put it in writing. So what it says like this. Like star psikta. Star psikta is Rashi points down. Is it, it, it's a tnoyim. Each one is uh, committing to a tnoyim shemeneim umamet shapoiskins eliza. It's the uh, their money that is between them, and each one's committing to the different uh, to the chosen and the kala. Rav Gidol Amarav, like Rav Gidol Amarav said, Amarav Gidol Amarav, Kamat Anaisin Lebincho Kach Lekach. How much are you willing to give for your son? Such and such. Lebincho Kach Lekach. And I'm doing for your daughter such and such. I'm the kitchen when they get married. Kono the Kenyan goes through, which is a big chiddush. You don't even have to make an actual Kenyan. No Kenyan is needed because we say that each one is so committed to the marriage going through that the commitment is there even without an actual. Kenyan. If the kedushin happens, then it's both it's binding. And This is an example. This is the case where you can have a Kenyan working with Amira. What does it mean, with Amira? With just a declaration alone, without any physical actualization of the transaction itself. But anyway, it defends Rava and Ravina because the reason why both parties have to know over here because they're both committing to, they're both committing uh, uh, verbally to, uh, to the, to the Chassan and Kala a certain amount of money and a certain amount of goods and to put it into documentation which will create a encumbered property situation. You can't do that without having both parties agreement. That's what it's referring to. Let's go back to it. Bibia, the third, uh, uh, trend, uh, the, the third form of Kedushim mentioned in our Mishnah was Bia. We already went through, how do we know Kesev is Kona, and how do you do it? We already went through Star is Kona, and how do you do it? Now we're discussing the source for Bia. How do we know that Bia stand alone for, performs the act of Kedushin, how it actually needs to work, whether the Adam have to be outside the room and they have to hear the man saying, Harayat Mekodesh, just leave it be a zoo. That's a discussion, that, that, that's something that will be discussed. But the point is, Bia is a form of Kedushin. So it says it more like this. Minolan, how do we know that? So Amravo, Amrav Yechanan. So Amravo said in the name of Rav Yechanan, it says, Amakro, but Ulas Baal. The Pesach is talking about a woman who commits the adultery and she has relations with a paramour, it is a capital offense because it says, because she was a Ba'ulah's Baal. Now the literal words of Ba'ulah's Baal means because she had been intimate with her husband. So Chazal understand, if you can understand, what does that mean? What made the first person her husband because she was Be'ula. She was a Be'ula because she was intimate with him. Says Rabbi Yochanan, this is the source in the Torah that what? That Bia makes a woman the wife of the husband. That's how Bia is a form of Kedushin. So Malamed to teach us that she became the wife of this husband through the act of intimacy, through the act of Bia. Now, Amalei Rav Zeyler Rav Voz. Rav Zeyler said to Rav Voz, Amalei Rav Zeyler Rav Voz said to Rav Yechon and his brother-in-law. He said, I understand. Why do you have to come up with a new Limud? Right? This is a new Limud. Our Rebbe, Rabbeinu HaKadosh, Rabbeinu HaKadosh had a different source. So he says, Ka'ura Zu, is it uh, considered to be disdainful to you, disgusting to you? Zu Shoshana Rebbe, the source that was taught by Rebbe. Rebbe said a much more simpler source. We have in the Torah, the primary postage says, Ki Yikach Ish Isha Ubala. That's the postage. The way Rebbe understood it, the Vav is a Vav Machalif. Ki Yikach Ish, he does Kesef. 
Ubala, or he does Bia. So either Kesev is Kaina or Bia is Kaina. So therefore, that's the source that you can be Makadosh and Isha with Bia. So why do you, Rabbi Yechanan, a generation later, have to come up with a different source of Be'ula's Baal? Why don't you rely on the Drusha of the earlier generation, Ki Yekach Ish Ish Ubala? Everyone hear the question? So therefore, Malamed, from there, Rebbe learned, is Shanik Nezbebiya. That's how you make it. So, Mora pushes back. Rabbi Yechanan held, that's not a valid source. Because who says that it's a Vava Machalik? If you would have used just the possible, Ki Yikach Ish Isha Ubarla, maybe you would understand, you know what, Kedushin, it's a package deal. You have to do Kesef and Bia. How do you know it's Kesef or Bia? Maybe it's Kesef and Bia, and Bia standalone doesn't work. Kesef standalone wouldn't work. So therefore you have to learn Ba'ula's Baal. Ba'ula's Baal is the positive that tells you Bia stands alone and it works on its own. It's only once you have the drosha of Ba'ula's Baal can you go back and say that the Taichin, the positive of Kiyikach Ish Isha Ubala means either Kesef or Bia. But if you only had that positive of Kiyikach Ish Isha Ubala, what would you thought it means? Both. He says like this, Ima Hasam, if you only had the puzzle of Kikach Ish Isha Bala, have I mean I would have said Adam Kadish Vada Bayo that you both have to do Kedushin and then follow it up with Bia and only then is she your wife. Kamash Malan, that's why he comes to teach you the puzzle of Ulas Bal that Bia alone does it. Now the one is going to ask now a a a a a a, a, a brilliant question. We have a parsha in the Torah of Nara Murasa. Nara Murasa is a betrothed maiden that is a basula. Now, if she commits adultery willfully, right, and has relations with someone else, the penalty for that relationship is skila. If she's not a nara murasa basula, let's say she wasn't a basula, right, then it becomes like a regular ashes ish situation, and the punishment is chenek, strangulation. Now, listen to the chaf. You're telling me, the Gemara is saying, the Gemara is asking now in Rabbi Yochum, you're telling me without your Pasuk, and if you only had the Pasuk with Ki Yikach Ish Isha Ubala, I would have thought that how do you get married? It's a package deal. You need Kedushin and you have Bia. Otherwise, she's not an Ashish Ish, right? Not married. He says, then how would you ever have a case that Anara Murasa gets Skilo, right? Because in order for her to be married, according to what you would have thought in the hypothesis, you have to have Kedushin and Bia. And that's what makes you an Ashish Ish. Well, if every woman needs Kedushin and Bia, then you never have a Nara Marasa that's a Basula. So how do you ever have a case of... Obviously, the only way to read the Pasuk of Kikach Ish Ish Ubala, it's either or. It doesn't mean both. Right? That's the most question. Everyone hear the question? So what says like this? It says the Gemara... Um... Is really asking on the hypothesis on what you would have thought without the Pasuk of Rabbi Yochanan. Im Kane, if so, Nara Murasa, the Amrachmana, the case of Nara Murasa, they get Skila, that Hashem teaches us is Beskila, is with Skila. How would you ever have it? If it's no matter what you would have thought means, Kedushin means Kedushin plus Bia, then she's a Be'ulahi. And if she's a Be'ulah and some then has relations, what should be the punishment? Chenek, it wouldn't be skila. And either avdish v'lo boil. And if it only was kedushin without the bia, then lafkum that she's not an ashes ish. 
according to your Havamina, why you need the Pasuk of the Ulus Baal, you never had a Barsha of Nara Murasa. Obviously, the, before the Pasuk of the Ulus Baal, I clearly understand that Kikach Ish Ish Ubala, it's either Kikha Kedushin or it's Bia. It doesn't mean that you have to have both. Because if you would have thought it means both, you would never understand the Barsha of Nara Murasa. That's the question. So therefore, so Amru Rabbana Kameida Abai, the Chachamim went to Abaya and they say, we have a teretz. We don't consider this to be such a strong kasha on Rabbi Yechanan, right? The question is on Rabbi Yechanan, you need Bula's Baal. Why do you need Bula's Baal? Obviously it must be, uh, uh, it's, it's a Vava Machalik. It means either or. It doesn't mean together, because it means together, then you would never have had a parish of Nara Morosa, not a kasha. You know what it could be referring to? When would there be skila? By a Nara Murasa, maybe the case is like this. The guy does Kedushin, like he gives Kesef, and then he had Bia Shalokadarka with his wife. He had Bia Shalokadarka, Shalokadarka means in an unnatural manner, all right? He had Bia anally. So therefore, in such a case, she still is a Basula, and she would be Makudeshes, and you could have a situation that you become a Nara Murasa, that's a Basula, that could be hard. Means the way you would have explained the Pasuk, how could you have Skila? I, if she had Bia, how come she's still a Basula? Because you know what type of Bia she had with her husband? She had a Bia Shalol Kadarka. That's how I would have explained it, and therefore, how could she still be a Basula and not a Baula, and even though there was Bia? So he says, Mishkachas Los, the Chachamim Taim, the Tabanya, Kagoyin Shabbalea Oros, that the Oros, the betrothed, the husband, and she smains a basula. So I'm going to buy. I buy is a good try, but that doesn't work. The reason why he's going to say it doesn't work, he says, because if, if a husband has even Biashalokadarka with a wife, that automatically would give her the status of a baula. It would not give her the status of a, she would not be a basula anymore. So that answer cannot work. Now, what he's going to show, there is a machlokus. If a woman commits adultery or is raped, shaloka darko, does it make her a ba'ula? It's going to be a machlokus like that. A beer shaloka darko done by a paramour, someone that's not the husband, does it make her into ba'ula? But he says that's only because it's being done by someone other than the husband. But when it's done by the husband, Everybody agrees that the Bia Shaloka Darka gives her the status of a Baula, and therefore your answer doesn't work. Let's see it inside. So Amalei Abai, Adkan Lopliki, the Machlokas that we find between Rebbe and Rabbanon is Ela Ba'achar, where the Bia Shaloka Darka makes her a Baula or not, that's only where it's being done by the paramour, by someone other than the husband. Aval Baal, but if the husband has Bia Shaloka Darka, then what? Everybody agrees that in Baalei Shalokadarka, Azabalula makes her into Baula. Mai, where do we see this machlokas? The son, you have the following brysa. The case is, it's talking about a Nara Murasa. A Nara Murasa, a woman that had Erosin, only Erosin, she's a Basula. And then, Baalei Ayud Anoshim. Ten people, other than the husband, go and have relations with her. Vadaini Basula. The type of beer they had with her was a beer Shalok. Kedarka, all ten. So technically, her basulim are still intact. What's going to be the punishment for all ten of these people? Is it chene? Is it skila? Or is it chene? So kula and beskila. So the chachamim hold, all of them get skila. So obviously the chachamim hold is that the bia shalokedarka that's done by the paramour is not enough to take her from a status of a Basula to a Baula. So she still remains a Basula with all ten beers, and therefore all ten of them are going to be Chayev as if they had relations with a Basula, and therefore they're all Chayev Skila. Right? 
Rebbe Aimer, Rebbe disagrees. Rebbe Aimer, Aimer Ani, Arishan Beskila, the first person that had Biyash like Darka already turned into Be'ula. So he gets, he gets Chene, he gets uh, Skila. What about the other nine? Now she's a Be'ula, so therefore Kulan Bechenek. But that only argument is whether Biyash Lekadarka turns her from a Be'ula to Be'ula is only a Machlokas when it's being done by someone other than the husband. But everybody agrees, and Rasha brings the Pesukim to support it, that everybody agrees that if it's the husband that has Biyash Shaloka Darka with her, yeah, and the answer positive of Be'ula's Baal, that Rabbi Yochanan wrote, is that she becomes Be'ula's Baal through any type of Be'a, Be'a, Sh'ol, Be'a, Sh'ol, Be'a, So your Teretz is not a good Teretz. means the bottom line is that question of Yochanan returns. Is that how could you think the possible of Kikach Ish Isha Obala is referring to where you have to do both? If you have to do both, then how would it ever be a case of Naram Rosa getting Skila in the Torah? So therefore, it can't be that you would have thought that. So we back to our question. So why do you need the possible of Be'ula's Baal? So Amrav Nachmar Yitzchak, Mishkachas Lov, he's going to Kitsha Bishtar. He says, I'll tell you very partially. You know how you could have a case of Naram Rosa? You don't have to be using Kesev. Could be Kesev, you have to have Be'ul with Kesev. Star is standalone. Now, why would I think star is standalone? Maybe star also has to have beer. I'll tell you why. Because where do we see star working? We have a Vyatsa Vahaisa, right? We have a Shava between, we learn out a Hekesh from Kedushin, Kedushin from where? From Gerushin. Just about Gerushin, it's standalone. You don't need anything else. So therefore, star is standalone. You don't need anything else. So therefore, your Kasha is, how would you ever have a case of Naro Marosa getting Skila? I'll tell you, when you're not using Kesef and Beer together, what are you using? Star. That would be the way to interpret the hypothesis, the original thought of the Gemara. So what is it like this? Hoyl the Gemara Mighty, just as on its own, it completes the deal for Gerushin, so Gemara Machinus, it also completes the deal on its own for Kedushin. Anyway, so we basically have defended Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan basically says, I don't want to learn from the posseg of Kikach Ish Isho Barla, because there could mean you need both. I would not know it stands on its own. That's why I need the posseg of Ba'ula's Baal to teach me that it stands alone on its own. Now the Gemara has the following question. Okay, if according to Rabbi Yochanan, let's say go, we're going to go with the thought of Rabbi Yochanan. What's the source why B is Kona? Ba'ula's Baal. So why did the Torah have to mention Bia? Why do you have to mention it over there? It's not coming to teach me that beer works. I know beer works from Ba'ulah's Baal. So why is it being mentioned altogether in that Pasuk? Just teach me Kesev. So Rabbi Yochan, hi, Ubala, my Abedle, what do you do with the extra order Ubala? He says, I'm a boyle, Zuniknis Babiyah, Ven Amevriyah, Niknis Babiyah. It's a meal. So tell me, only for Kedushin does beer work. For a marital relationship, beer works. But if you want to buy an Amevriya, we're going to see in a moment why would you have such an You can only use Kesev, Star, but you cannot use beer to acquire an Amevriya. That's why you need to have the possibility. Beer is, is, is an exclusive, exclusive to the Isha and not to the Amma. I mean, I would have thought, Taisi be Why would I have thought that you could use beer for an Amevriya? I would have made the following Kavachaymer from a Yavama. Where else do we see Yavama that beer works? Right? It works by Yibum. Now, by Yibum, does Kesev work? No. no. So you would have said like this. If by Yibum, Kesev doesn't work, but Bia does. So if Amavriya, even Kesev works, then Kalva Chomer, Bia should work. So Ma'yavama, She'ein Niknes B'Kesev, Niknes B'Bia, So Zusha Niknes B'Kesev. So the Amavriya, that Kesev does work, Ain't a Dinsha Niknes B'Bia. Therefore, uh, that's why you have to write that uh, b- uh, Bia by the, by the Isha, that only works for the Isha, doesn't work for the Amma. 
Gemara says, I don't agree with your Kavachomer from Yavama. You know why Kesef doesn't work by a Yavama only beer? Because a Yavama already is connected to this person. Why is she already connected to this person? She's a Kukaloi because he took over from the Kedushin of the husband. That's why Kesef doesn't work over there because there's already a pre-existing bond and the only thing that can work over there is Yibum. But by an Amevriya where there's no existing bond, right? So therefore, that's where Kesef works and it could be that Bia doesn't work. So to make a Kalvachomer between Amma from Yibum is not a good Kalvachomer. That's the most question. And therefore, we're back to our question. So why do I need the word Bia to be written in the Pazakikakishiobala can't be here to exclude Amevriya because your Kalvachomer is not a good Kalvachomer. I wouldn't have thought Bia works when Amevriya. It says, There's an existing bond which requires it to be consummated with Bia and doesn't work with Kesef. Right? Sigmar says like this, you're right. That's a good, that's a good pushback. But there's another reason. Why would I have thought that Amevriya, Bia would work? You know what? Because the parasha of Amevriya is very interesting. When a man buys an Amevriya, it's, an, uh, it's a lease with an option to buy him, right? He, if he wants to, he can actually end up marrying this Amevriya, or he can give her to his son. Now, let's say he gave her to his son, right? And the son decides, okay, you know what? I want to uh, move up to another model, a newer model. The Buzzard says over there that you're not allowed to take away from her, uh, um, from, 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 from her, uh, what's, what's the question of the Buzzard? Uh, uh, from, from the obligations, Susa, uh, Inosa, um, so, what's that? Lo Yigra, you're not allowed to de. Imacheres Yikach, Lo Sheirok, Susa, Inosa, Lo Yigra, you're not allowed to refrain. So, Imacheres, if you decide to marry another woman, you're not allowed to take back from any of the obligations you have to her. But what do you see in that person? That Amevriya is compared to an Acheres. Imacheres Yikach, if you take an Acheres, right? On top of this Amevriya, you cannot take away the things you have an obligation to the Amevriya. Now, you might have thought, since the Amevriya is compared to Acheres, and an Acheres, you could be Makadesh with Bia, so you might think the Amevriya could also be acquired, not Makadesh, but acquired with Bia. So therefore, I would have thought to say, that if on top of the Amevriya, you have an Acheres, because the Torah compares it to the Acheres. You could have, Bia is a good form for the Acheres to be Kaddish. So if Amevriya, you might think it would be acquired, and that's why Kamash Molan, that's why Rabbi Yochanan learned that it had to say the word Bia in the Pasuk, that only Bia only works for an Isha, it doesn't work for an Amma. That's what you need. It's we justified according to now. Says the more like this. Okay. Now, but what about Rebbe? Rebbe learned that the way you know Bia is from the Pasa, Kirach Ish Isha Ubala. He learned the Vavas Machalik, Kikach Ish with Kesef, Ubala or with Bia. Now if that's what Rebbe learns it from, then how does Rebbe know that an Ama Ivriya cannot be acquired with Bia, because now that word is not available the way Rabbi Yochanan learned it. So according to Rebbe, how do you know Amevriya cannot be? Rebbe, hi, how does he know it? He says, The word Uba'ala, the extra hay is not necessary. It could have said, Kikach ish isha Uba'al. And that would have taught me that Kesev works and Bia works. Why do I have to say Uba'ala? Her, her Bia works for, but not the Amevriya. So you can learn two drushes from the word Uba'ala. Right, Mayubo Allah, Shmami Natarti, both. Now the one's gonna ask the following question. Rava 
actually cites another opinion of what you can do with the word Ubala. He's going, he's going to learn like this. According to Rav, in order for Kedushin to be a valid Kedushin, to be a binding Kedushin, it has to be a, a Kedushin that ultimately could be consummated with Bia. He learns, where do you learn that from? Kikach ish isha ubala. It's only a good kedushin, ubala, it could end up having bia. But if you have a type of kedushin that bia could never end up happening, what's the case? A guy goes to a man and says, listen, you have two daughters. I'm being makadish you, one of your daughters I want to marry. But he doesn't specify which one. According to Rabbi, you're not to either one. Why? Because you cannot have beer with anyone. Why can't you have beer with either one? Because since we didn't specify which one, then you might be having beer with a sister of a Where does he learn it from? From Kikach Ish Isha Ubala. Kedushin has to be a Kedushin that can lead to a beer. Otherwise, it's not a good Kedushin. Now, if he already uses it for that, then how does he know the two drushes? that we learned out before, that we learned out there according to Rebbe, that he learned out that Bia works, and from the fact that he learned out that to exclude an Amevriya. How do you know it? He's using it for a third Russia. That's the one's question. Frek the Gemara. So says the Gemara like this. Ula Rava the Amar. What about Rava that said? Barahina Asbrali. That Barahina explained to me. Kikachish Ishobala. What do you learn from Kikachish Ishobala? Kedushin Amasurin Labia. That Kedushin has to be something that is given over for Bia, that the potential of Bia can happen. Then it's a Havik Kedushin, it's a good Kedushin. But a Kedushin she ain't Masurin Labia, but if it's a Kedushin that cannot result at the end with Bia, Lo Havik Kedushin, like the example of two sisters. So Michael Mans, what are you going to say? So Imke Niktav Kro, he says like this. If it was only for the two purposes that you had, number one, kigach ish isha ubala that bia works, and number two, that the extra hay to exclude amevria, then the best way for the Torah to have written it was kigach ish isha, not with a vav ubala, should have said oh, make it separate, two separate things. That would have been the best way to write it, because that now teaches me it's clearly kesev on its own or it's bia on its own. Why did it write uvala connecting it with a vav? to teach me that there has to be a Kedushin that can lead to Bia. That's how you learn the third thing, that because it never wrote it as Obala, Obala, and then you can learn all three things from there. Because of Nechta, Imke, Nechta, Kra, Obala, my Obala. Why do I write Obala with a Vav instead of O? Shmami, Nakuluhu. From here you can learn all three things. Jen, we'll stop over here.